0: bat force radio
1: bat force radio is
2: rated m for mature or should that be immature
0: hey guys dustin win hey this is scott snyder this is paul dini and you're listening to bat force radio and you're listening to bat force radio listening to bat force radio
1: this is kevin conroy the voice of batman and you're listening to bat force radio so stay tuned
2: Welcome back to Bat Force Radio, the Batman and DC podcast with No Limits. Tonight will be a sequel of sorts to an episode from around two years ago. Uh, joining us tonight is Bat Force Tom in California. Hey, hey. And I'm Robin Cross in Canada. So a couple years back, we were joined by one of the creators and stars of Batman the Fan Series. Uh, after some pretty heavy personal issues that put the future of the series into jeopardy, and for a while, I think it was just cancelled... They are getting back to work on a second episode, and returning to talk about it is Matt Zeiss. How you doing, Matt?
1: Thanks for having me again, man. I figured it was fun to have the conversation, and it would be cool to put it out there. By the way, on the intro, did you really get Kevin Conroy to say that? Absolutely. That is cool as hell. Oh my god! I'm like in my as it's going. I'm like, is that really him? Like, oh my god, it's sick. Yeah, oh, we've been dude. lucky to get yeah, a bunch yeah. of
2: a bunch of cool people in there and uh I don't know if anyone ever even knows about this but that intro song that we use at the beginning of every episode that came from our own grandpa Batman.
1: Really? But, uh, yeah.
2: But uh he's not here so screw him. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah I like I said uh yeah, it's been a couple of years now since that first episode came out. Uh and, you know, aside from, you know, we all the are just coming out the other end of the end of the world. Uh, sure. You guys had some other stuff of your own going on. Like you personally had uh, some major, some major stuff go on.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, we, uh, I, I personally, it, it was a bad two. It was a bad couple of years where it just as fun and great as this was, and we wanted to continue it and stuff. It just became where to the point where our lives were just taken over way too much where in bad ways, like I said, I had a stroke in uh, July of 2019. That kind of started things on downhill, you know? Uh, uh, yeah, just really with bad. Then right after that, uh, Powell, our special effects designer, who's awesome, he passed away. I found that out from another guy. I didn't even know. He hadn't gotten back to me in a little while. I was like, oh, I guess you're just busy. And somebody finally reached out to me on, you know, he he's he lived in the Ukraine so I had no real other way of getting in touch. It was usually be an email or one of the two. Uh, we never spoke on the phone, but he passed away. I don't know what, because it's so hard to communicate. And the only person is his brother. And I don't really feel that it's right to ask. I feel like just yeah. let that be their personal business. And, but I, I was like that. So it was just like, this wasn't worth it. And then I'm top of it, obviously, everything that's happened in the last year for everybody. But we had already made the decision kind of before then. And then things were just continue once i found out pal passed away i'm like i can't i'm what's what's the point you know what i mean that'd be silly but we saw i started reading through comments on youtube that kind of helped re-inspire me because some of the people were uh, really complimentary and it was awesome just to see how well received it was by so many people and i was like you know what i'd like to i'd like to put it out there for even more people and i know more people would have wanted to watch it had it continued but it didn't really go anywhere you know um i think it could have picked up steam and it really inspired me to be like you know what screw this let's do it let's uh you know let's not make the first one in vain at the very least
2: yeah and with how much groundwork you you built in the first episode you know you had the the cowl and the suit and you got all the actors in place and everything you know imagine it all being for the first episode and and then quitting there
1: yeah you know uh it, it it we I tried to lay a lot of groundwork with everybody else we put a lot of time into it and you know uh we we would have I would have loved to take it to the place that we're trying to take it now it's still I want to at least give fans the reveal uh of the costume you know how far we can take it after that I don't know but I feel like if I was a fan because the way I described it was always um a fan series by fans, because I'm a huge Batman fan in the first place, so for me, wow, my hand looks super huge because it's close to the
2: camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I, th- I thought you just had a big hand. I wasn't going to comment. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, let you me know what tell they say, you we'll a separate big story. Then, bro. <laughs> no, uh, does this go out with the video, too? I feel like it should. Uh, it'll, well,
2: be, it'll be, a, I think, you video on YouTube, right? Well, now... Sure. Yeah, now, now it's, yeah, it's got to, be, bro. you're know, yeah. Flopping out that big hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and then it made me realize how big my knee must look, so I put that <laughs> down, too. I was like, alright, this is probably the best proportion. Right now it makes my head look small, which is great because brings us back to what we were... <laughs> before the call, no, nope. we were saying about our big heads. Dude, I just had this conversation. So I used to be... I used to do Elvis impersonations and because I love Elvis. Elvis and Batman, dude, That's that's my hybrid. And... I was getting fitted for a wig, and the, the wig maker, as he's measuring my head, you know, this is, this is what this guy does for a living. And he goes, he's like, "You have an exceptionally large skull." And he <laughs> at my head. <laughs> and, and my buddies were dying laughing. I had two buddies, me, and, and just, they were hysterical laughing. And I'm like, "I know, man, I know." And getting hats. I remember being like five years old on little league, and you know, everybody gets a hat. And mine wouldn't fit on the biggest. And I had to switch with a coach, a grown ass man at like six years old, just to have a hat that fit my watermelon dome. (laughs) So I, I get it, man. It's tough. It's tough out there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, oh. got
2: a big water head big old juicy watermelon head man it's, but your sucks. head's far away from the camera so it doesn't look quite so big as your knee but yeah. no uh no ideas about taking your shorts off this isn't that kind of show anymore <laughs> i'm not even in the right i'm not at the right at the wrong angle every
1: couple minutes you'd be catching a little something be Like maybe we won't make this a video <laughs>
2: um
1: anyway i uh like where do we end off i forget what subject we were talking about
2: I don't know big heads <laughs>
1: big heads came out for sure I, uh you know uh oh so yeah man the, the the after the downfall when we decided to keep this going i was like I, tr- I wanted to try to pick up some steam that's why i was i was really glad you guys were cool to have have me on again to just talk about it because i felt like that was the best way because a bunch of fans fell off too And i get that too we had nothing there was no content there you know what i mean what what were they what was anybody sticking on for oh i think that's what i was saying fan i want to see this from a fan's point of view where uh if i was watching i would at least have wanted to see the batman reveal to see where you guys were going you know to because if we can catch some momentum with it and just get people it gives us something to watch and something to really enjoy as batman fans i would love a Batman series. So I'm like, you know, let me make a Batman series just because I want to see it. You know what I mean? And that's purely what it is. I want to see a Batman series. No one's doing it. Let me just try to show people what it might be like if it were done uh, for my amusement and theirs. And I'm trying to do it super. uh, I have my own personal preferences of Batman mythology and how I would like the story to be, you know, little tweaks here and there. And that's kind of what it is. It's my version of what I think Batman should be. It Sometimes it crosses with, I try to honor all mythologies a little bit, but still go with what I like. And that's like the early 1940s Batman. That's my favorite.
2: And and for anyone who may not have seen the first episode yet, which hopefully you're going to go check it out right now, but for anyone who hasn't seen it, you are Batman in the series.
1: I am. I am. I. You know what? And that's selfish, is what that is. Cause, cause, <laughs> well, if you have the chance to be Batman, you fucking ex- be Batman. Exactly. And that's that's exactly what it was. I'm like, I mean, every inch of my soul would hurt if I made this and I wasn't Batman. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be wanting to be him the whole time. So, I was like, I just, all, of, basically, I mean, the worst part of this all is that you basically have to force yourself to the gym. <laughs> so, I was just like... I was like, for me, I'm lazy as hell. And I'm just like, but I want to see this done. I want to see it look right, done right. And I got to play Batman. Why would I cast somebody else? But, uh, you know, it's, it was one of those things too. It's more so, honestly, though, all joking aside, it's less selfish than it sounds too, because I know what I want out of that character, you know, as a director. If, and I, I can genuinely separate myself as well. You know, listen, if I knew somebody personally, if I wanted to go out there and find somebody, I'm sure I could find an actor to fit the bill. But for many reasons, I chose myself. And that's because I know exactly what I want to try to get out of the character. Um, I know exactly what I want to portray. And I, I I would, yeah, I would cast myself as a director. If I could be like, hey, can you get in some shape? Like, yeah. Can you act? Yeah. Okay. Then you'll work out just fine for this character. <laughs> uh, honestly, though, But the other people, the other people that are super freaking cool, that I thought were so accurate for the role, you know what I mean? Like I don't know if you guys were a fan, and you don't have to say it if you don't. (laughs) You don't think so? As a fan, I loved our Alfred. That was uh, Carl is probably one of my. He's my favorite person for in the show and on the show. I'm like this guy looks like he's out of the comic book. It was it made me so giddy sitting in the bat chair looking up at him the whole time. I'm like. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I'm in the Batcave next to <laughs> Alfred. This is sick.
2: Yeah, yeah, you guys did nail it with, uh, with the casting. And you had, what, uh, a Gordon too, right? I did, yeah. Uh, Adam, Adam Ginsberg. Now, he
1: moved down to Nashville, uh, and he's actually filming down there with his son for this season because being we're fan-budgeted, we, you know, it makes more sense to do that than have them come up here or have us go down there. His son yeah, just went to school for cinematography and uh, I might, I'm sure I'm leaving subjects out. I'm sure he went for other things, too. Uh, he's like, dude, I'm a biologist. <laughs> 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 no, but I'm pretty sure he went to school for that. And uh, Went to party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, party, yeah. But they, they, they moved down there, and they're starting up their own um, it's called, I think it's Twitch Productions, and, and I think he's had that for a while, but it's, he he, he got a nice setup. He's going to build a business down there, and I was glad he was still able to make this happen with his studio that he's having with his son. They're going to film a Gordon scene down there. It doesn't really require any Bruce or Batman or Alfred scenes. So the fact that we weren't in it means, okay, well, as long as the person, James Morano, who's filming our side of things talks with Addison on the other side of things, they can communicate and make sure Addison, you know, matches as best as he can to what James is going to film up here. Uh, But Adam He originally, I had this idea of making a Batman film ever since high school when I first saw Batman Dead End. So when we first had, I wanted to make one back in high school called, (laughs) it was before Gotham came out. And I wrote uh, a a very vague idea of a show called Gotham Horror that I wanted to put out, almost like Smallville meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer, about, you know, so a little bit older than Gotham years. I thought you could have gotten more drama out of that. But then as I got older, the idea got older. And we made, we started with, it was going to be Batman Awakened. And the guy, Adam, who's playing Gordon, he was originally going to play the Joker if we did Awakened. And as the project moved forward, it hit me. I was like, you know what? Actually, this guy, this image would be better for Gordon. This image would be better for if we did a Joker uh and i because once he had the mustache on i saw a picture of him, I was like actually he'd make a great gordon and he was on this project the second i told him about it he was so on it. he's like i want to be part of this i'll do whatever this is awesome like let's make something batman style and at the time there were it, i missed out on shooting and it would have been great was there was a uh, laser tag i think it was that it was like zombie apocalypse laser tag. And they had the entire inside look like something out of the slums of Gotham. And it was so well built and set up. And we had talked with them at the time. They were going to let us film there and everything. And it was so wow. cool. They had a prison wing, which was sick, uh, but they unfortunately closed down. And we had, so we missed that opportunity, but there, the, <laughs> that sounds whiny if they lost their business. So uh, <laughs> hopefully <laughs> they just decided to close. Uh but yeah, and so then when we came back on for this, Adam, the second time, everyone everyone wanted to, this, all the actors were enjoying themselves. They wanted to see it continue as well, because they know it would have been fun. And the fact that everything's back up and running kind of got everybody's juices going again.
0: Yeah, it's lucky that you guys, I was going to ask if, uh, you know, any of the production had to, like, significantly change due to uh, people, like, you know, moving, I mean the last year, illness and stuff like that So it's cool at least that everyone who is For the most part involved is is willing to come back And uh, get back on the horse with you So that's awesome man What is, um, with that time off That you had, like is there anything That you thought about like Or maybe um, fleshed out better In your mind that you maybe didn't have time To think about and now that you have that time You're like alright this is what I'm going to do this time
1: Absolutely, A million percent A million percent Well, you know we wanted to improve the overall look, you know, make it something even more cinematic, that's for starters. Uh, you know, last one, everything, obviously, it, to me, it still looks great, but I'd just like it to be a touch better. I think technology in regards to people having, you know, a, a lot of more people accessible to higher quality cameras, if that makes sense, you know, it was only a couple years, but I feel like, you know, some people got, you know what I'm saying? It's just an equipment thing, equipment change. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we knew we were going to be able to get a better product, and as well as the scene. So there's a you know we're going, we're go, it's not giving anything necessarily away. It's we're going in a very organic way, a pure way to tell the story. I, as a fan, I want to see on screen. See, and again, that's I, I write this as a fan. Like, what would I want to see? And I still I don't care how many books you know, redo it. It's always fun to read. It's always fun to look at with uh, Bruce's, you know, awakening of what he wants to be, you know, his, his moment, his omen moment. Uh, That's hard to say. That's (laughs) his omen moment. Um, But yeah, no, he, I want to see that. And then we had already filmed that scene at a prior location that had misadvertised themselves, visually speaking. And I, it, It was unfortunate you know but it it was what it was so we already filmed it and i consider it a a recorded rehearsal i don't even have that video anymore unfortunately and i I want i would like to find it somewhere it's got to be someplace but it just wasn't as good and i knew scrap it like it just it's crap you know um it was the the room was too tight the room was so tight that it just you didn't believe this was Bruce Wayne. There's a clip of it, a very quick clip of it in the trailer. You'll see me in a robe in a mirror, and it's just not a very big room. And my robe was just a regular robe. And I was just like, if I need to have, you know, Bruce Wayne needs to have a luxury robe. So this time we have we have Daniel I, I, doing, I, I, I always, I don't know, I've never asked him. I, it's either doing or doing. And I'm guessing it's doing so (laughs) Uh, doing may be funner to say. Yeah, I'm sure people probably did that. right? this high school thing. What's up, doing? (laughs) Screw you guys. It's doing and you know it. (laughs) uh, But he's making this beautiful smoking jacket robe because to me, that's what I see Bruce wearing. I know in the very first appearance of that scene, you can sense that he is wearing some sort of robe. Whether it's a smoking jacket robe or a silk robe, we may never know.
0: Yeah, and it's probably uh, old and like super expensive. Maybe it was like his grandfather's or his great grandfather's. And
1: absolutely, what well, you know? Well, it's. I was thinking it could have been his dad because so uh, James is putting a nice W on the pocket that everyone will see, and it's just a, it's like a, a crestly kind of W um, where it's. Yeah, it just looks, it looks, it looks beautiful. He's getting that embroidered at, at, as we speak, because we'll yeah. we're filming that scene again in August at this beautiful spot from a photographer. And uh, he. I found him on Splacer, this guy, Andrew, incredible, really cool spot, really, really cool spot. And he's actually getting rid of it at the end of August, like three days after we're using it. And that's unfortunate. So if this thing takes off, we're gonna either have to see if those other people still use the space, or like and leave it like it is, or we'll find a different room to film in for episode three. Uh, be like because we're gonna make it probably like a safe house, not necessarily his home. Uh, because to me that also makes more sense as a character that as a character he would you know, he'll, he can have a hub location. But as a guy in his 30s and the brink of it wants to see crime uh, at its core, he would probably try to stay as close to it as possible. So we have him and and I it's not giving anything away either, because to me, it's only something to look forward to uh, if I were a fan. So it's really not giving anything away that I wouldn't. I've had this conversation with a couple people because so did you guys read um, Batman Year One, Volume Three? Of course. Mm hmm. So, okay, now that obviously just came out. So that's going to, that'll, that'll settle well. Now you obviously know that in the movie it looks like his Batcave headquarters is in an abandoned train station. Uh, Years ago for this series, I wrote it that the location of the Batcave, I know it was kind of played upon as someone's uh, headquarters in Arkham too, like an abandoned train station as the Batcave. And I had that, written in years ago because have you ever seen the movie Blank Man with Damon Waynes Oh my oh god wow. yes dude throw I, lo- <laughs> I love that movie man and his his headquarters is in an abandoned K an uh, abandoned subway station years ago and I'm like that's awesome what a great idea uh, like what how cool is that and so I always wanted to incorporate that into a, a Batman thing so that's why even in the first one when you see in the Batcave that we had done from uh, the late Powell, he did, you know, as good of a job as we can get done uh, with the means we had and the budget we had. And he, I thought he made it look like I was happy with it. Again, as a fan, I'd be like, yeah, I know it's not Hollywood level, but it's it's good. It's really good. And I'll take it, you know. Uh, so you could see like a subway car in the back and some railroad tracks because that's kind of where the location is because he wants to be in the middle of it. He wants to be in the middle of the city. Again, though, this all to answer your only question before (laughs) through all this rattling was uh, the if it gave me time to rethink everything and it totally did because I wouldn't have fleshed everything out with those scenes and what we want moving forward now. And we had a really good opportunity to kind of organize just a little better and learn from our mistakes where had we done it immediately after it would have still been subpar and this time everything's everybody everybody involved got to take time and watch themselves and hear themselves a thousand times, including the Jordan Bryan from England who did the music. He himself has thought of new things and has new things available to him that he would
2: love to put into this. And, and now you got the nice smoking jacket. Yeah. And the nice thing it's about a nice smoking, smoking jacket, jacket. Yeah. nice thing about a good smoking jacket is it makes your head look smaller.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And the thing is, even if it's, I'm not doing the series, I'm still going to wear that thing. And <laughs> yeah. the, when people go, what do the W stand for? I'm going to go, winner. <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, back,
2: this is from back when I was Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, this is just one of the props for that time mm-hmm. that I was Batman. <laughs> um,
1: throwing you know, it back to, uh, I was going to say, throwing it back to some of the cool casting and
0: just one of the cooler things that you did as part of like the, your production the first time around that was super clever was the Vicky Vale uh, doing the live stream on location, and I can't remember if the people w- were. Was it like an actual live stream that she did on Instagram Live or was it pre recorded? Because I thought I remember seeing like some of the comments, like the, the usernames and stuff. I don't know if it was like people that were following, but the, the usernames were like, wait, what the fuck? Like, is that a real person with that handle or is this like what's going on? But it was so yeah. convincing.
1: Yeah, we, it, it was, uh, that was fun, man. That was, uh, <laughs> my friend John filmed the last one and, he, when we were talking about it in the in the early stages, he had said to me, um, you know, it'd be great. This would be a great idea, you know, if there was some sort of viral thing that was going on. I'm like, oh, it's really clever, you know? And uh, so I asked the girl who's playing Vicki Bell, who is the gal, girl makes her sound too young. Uh, the, and the, Alex Palmer, she is she's super down for the whole project the entire time, super patient about it too, because you know you want to get in front of actual cameras and do some real acting. And the only acting that you got to do was by holding someone's cell phone. So I get that that's not as rewarding, but honestly, it was one of the best videos that we could have put out. It, it, it was, as a fan myself too, we couldn't do that actually live because the Batman effect, you know, Batman going up in the air. But we, I... I Photoshopped a bunch of different uh, handles and, um, you know, things like that. Emojis, just put them in different orders and had them flow through the picture to look kind of semi-organic on it. But that was so cool. Like, again, me as a fan. And that scene, too, is supposed to tie into a scene later on in episode, uh, I guess, I'm hoping two or three, but I'm hoping to get it done the same day we film at the end here. And I won't give that scene away. But it's pretty cool. It's like a super classic superhero moment that I'm putting in because it's just it's too classic not to. It's something you'd see in like a George Reeves Superman flick. But it it comes right after that scene. So the idea is to have her on the phone and then turn her phone off, goes in her pocket, and she's like she you know then she has to go the on this interview. Like she said, she's on her way for an interview with Bruce Wayne, and she just so happens to see Batman. So when you think about it, they both got to get back to that spot you know, to not blow the interview. So it's just one of those fun moments where it's not too cheesy, but it's just cheesy enough, you know, hmm. kind of like a cheese it you know, they're, they're not overly cheesy. Yeah. That was a cheese it moment. That's what we're going to call it. Sponsored by Cheese It. By the way, guys, I have one headphone off. I don't have a cra- crazy lopsided head either. Uh, <laughs> they yeah, that, lopsided that's... and it's big. The angles must be so terrible trying to <laughs> capture this guy on camera.
2: Totally cast somebody else. Oh. Got to make a funny cowl for him. He's just, try, he's just Bruce Wayne trying to look cool. I
1: bet you it was. I bet you my cowl. I'd have to ask Keith, uh, Keith Hernandez, who I'm sure you guys know. Of, um, yeah,
2: from the Mets, great. right? From what? <laughs> from the Mets. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, spit
0: on, uh, spit on Kramer. Yeah.
1: Back into
2: the left. Son of a.
1: Bitch. I, uh, he. You know his cows are awesome, but I bet you mine's the biggest on the shelf. It's got to be. That sounds <laughs> that sounds awful if you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we're just gonna do the. That's gonna be the promo for the episode. Nothing else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine's gotta be the biggest on the shelf. And if I <laughs> if I was wearing no shorts, still tuck the shorts and tuck the leg. <laughs> um, yeah, man. No, honestly, we're really excited. He's excited too, right, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> He, I had to get him in, man. I, they. Oh, you asked me a question earlier too. Who makes it? And the box is right here, but I really have to search for it. But it's a bank. It's a Batman Shakespeare bust, um, and it's a piggy bank. So, yeah. but you're never gonna. It still looks like metal. He's yeah. not gonna really be a big part of the series, but he'll be. He'll be in the background to just pay tribute. You know, I'm trying to pay tribute to as many Batmans that influenced me as possible. I've said it a bunch probably over the years in a bunch of different like formats that Batman 1949, 1943 for me, the movie serials, I I mean I was truly raised on those where I was given those at such a young age as entertainment, probably like four years old watching this stuff because my dad enjoyed it. And I just thought these guys were the coolest man. And I, I you know a lot of people might find them cheesy, but to me it's just they were really doing what they could with the means that they had in 1943, 1949 for a medium budget production. That means somebody liked this character enough where there had to be love behind that film as well. You know, there, there's no probably, documentation with the directors and stuff. But When you think about it, the character was so popular that a medium sized budget people were like, yo, we like this story enough. Let's make it. Let's make a show about this kind of thing, because they weren't giant conglomerate shows companies that were going on but the purity of those characters as silly as they may look it's a cloth suit it's a cloth cowl this it's really just a man going out there and fighting crime and it's to me it's just i love those i love those serials um i don't know if you guys are ever into those
0: yeah it's yeah. a super uh Super. I mean, it's like as at the time the earlier comics, it's like literally jumping off the page of the early comics. If it's just what what it would have looked like if the dude was just in the suit that he keeps in the trunk of his bed or the back
2: of his back of his car. But one of my go ahead, Robin. I was just gonna say one thing that we have not had since in the live action movies. You know, everyone who's read the comics for years is used to seeing at some point, you know. Batman gets back into the cave and he pulls the cowl back and it's like a hood that's attached to the suit. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, just like yeah, f- some kind of fabric exactly. and he just pulls it back and it hangs there like a hood. But we we never get that in any of the movies, you know, cuz it's always either uh, rigid material that he pulls off or or a helmet. So yeah, we we never get to see that uh yeah. what they did in the 30s. It's and like you know
1: uh, what? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say i feel like i feel like they they're not doing that scene in this current bag either they're having him take it off uh with you know matt reeves and robert pattinson it looks like they're having him take it off because as cool as that would be to have it just flop down in the back like that it's like what would he possibly be putting on unless actually that might be cool maybe we'll try that i uh you know like the baklava's uh they like the um, it's like a ski mask, but yeah, material. yeah,
2: yeah. Balaclava. Oh, balaclava. Sorry, yeah. A balaclava ba- a is a dessert. That it. is a, a delicious dessert. Grease dessert, that? Yeah, dessert right? Yeah. I delicious. Love
1: them, rot, rot your teeth and yeah. give you diarrhea. Very and bad for you. but Very delicious. That'll be the second part of the promo, guys. Use the, the shelf joke. And now the two things we just said uh, <laughs> go—it'll it, rot your teeth and give you diarrhea. And then you go, "That sounds delicious." <laughs> Biggest <laughs> one on the shelf. That's uh, got to be the promo, man. Come on, you got to do that. I hope uh, no one's
0: eating while we're while they're listening to this.
1: Uh, I hope they are, man. That's the kind of people. <laughs> I, uh, someone, someone's like, "Honey, this brownie's delicious." <laughs> Son of a bitch! I, uh, they did it to me again. Screw their series. And I bet you, at first glance, too, most people are going to think I'm not wearing a shirt at first. Be like That guy has zero <laughs> definition and no nipples. It's the weirdest he's Batman qu- I've ever seen. And he's completely hairless. It looks like I have the Irish tan, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so just... what? Uh, I uh, love, uh, love Batman. <laughs> um. Yeah, no the uh, the the cloth cowl thing. Like for me, the animated series is satisfactory enough that it, because to me that's always so cinematic that just them doing it alone might as well have been live action. I I'm sure you do as well. Uh, animated series is just some of the best Batman content we've ever gotten because Bruce Timm and the people who worked on the show were obviously clearly fans of Batman and the show is just as pure to the character as you're ever going to want to get.
2: Yeah. And, and Paul Dini, you know, guys like him uh, writing yes. what are still the best iterations of characters like Mr. Freeze.
1: Oh my God. Paul Dini. So great. Every, to me, everybody on that show is, has become, the show is so good that everybody involved in the show has become such a staple in the Batman years and the story that goes behind them. You know, when you think about everything they created, that has, gone into other writers material and influenced other sources and influenced stories that are now considered sources of material because there's so much that from the show that was pulled and used in every future comic book on every level they created people i mean harley quinn the fact that she's become such a staple in the batman community she started as a character that they created it was just i love how that works and that show was unbelievable because also similarly to the Batman movie serials, I was obsessed as a kid with the the Fleischer Superman cartoons. And then at the same time, you know, only a couple years later, being introduced to Batman in that. So for me, it was honestly a smooth transition where other people like it's been 50 years. But me, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm 34 now. Series came out what 92. Right. So you got to figure I wasn't too old. And I, I at the age of three, I was watching Fleischer cartoons the the fact that they took that real adult entertainment and my uh, my storyboard artist Rolo who's great uh, and I, I would love to put I'm gonna put the storyboards out there eventually uh, probably like I said I think on the, the GoFundMe as a reward and stuff because also I think people that's something I'd want to see like storyboards because if you saw this dude's storyboards man they, he's so legitimate but anyway point is that he was telling me at the time batman the animated series he brought things to my attention which were great when we were drawing out the intro he's like you know don't ever say the batman because in the animated series it never says that he goes you don't need it to say the batman we know who he is and i was like oh, what a great idea that's why in the intro you don't see it say batman at any point but he told me as well that when that show came out, it was the first cartoon of that generation really marketed towards adults, not kids. The Simpsons was comedy and Batman came out as the serious animated series for adults. And you watch some of those early episodes. They're complete adult dramas, complete adult dramas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, have you uh, seen that there, uh, at least Bruce, Tim and, um, ooh, I want to say what was the other, uh, well, it's Bruce, Tim, um, J.J. Abrams, Matt Reeves are getting together to uh, do a new animated series. that yes. looks like it's, it's uh, heavily saw. influenced, yeah, by like the uh, first appearance
1: and all that. So excited, man! I rem- when I saw that image come online, oh my god! <laughs> I was right going to make a dirty god. joke that went with what I just said, but <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I was amped. I mean, c- because it's still looks like if it's going to look like that image that we see being advertised it's close enough it's in the same jest as the animated series but probably some different touches and enhancements of sorts because of the technology difference but it feels like it's going to be taken very serious i mean it's going to be great it's got to be i can't, i don't expect anything but greatness out of the series
0: yeah and then he looks like he's wearing a first appearance cowl
1: yeah man i I'm a huge fan of that cowl. You know, there were people that hated that about the last cowl we were going to use because I put that dis- displayed out there at first. And the only reason we didn't use it and it changed even plans with that is because uh, it fit weird. And that was my fault. I didn't do a proper job measuring my giant face and skull hmm. to to give to Keith. And uh, so this time, but still, it's it's pays tribute to the first appearance. Cause I just love that cow. I feel like we don't really get that cow. I do love Keaton's cow. Uh, Affleck's cow is pretty cool. I think there are parts of it. You know, I like uh, personally, I'm a longer ear kind of guy. I don't, or like medium ear. It doesn't have to be crazy long uh, because that would be inconvenient if you're trying to do stuff. And so would semi tall ears, I guess, but nonetheless, I just, for me, it's a, it's a better look. Yeah, I want something that causes fear. And if you see the, the, creepier the shadow the creepier this person's going to look at night mm-hmm. so that's how i look at it and gave us time to to do that um first appearance the fact that they're doing that on an animated series again they, they I think they saw what they did and they realized okay well i love that but this is i think what fans would want because when i saw that every all, only thing i kept thinking was don't be a lie don't be a lie. don't mm-hmm. change your minds, keep the ears like that. They probably put that image out there to see how people would respond to the idea of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, I think at least, I mean, everyone uh, amongst us was pumped to see that and super excited to see it. But um, something that it reminded me, we talked to Kevin Altieri, um, who directed some of the best episodes of the animated series. And um, he was talking about how, like, I mean, these are the dudes were all fans themselves when they were making this. And like there was they were like breaking ground and, they you know, never been done before. Animated series of Batman on television, the way that they were doing it, not so much like the stuff before. And one thing that he had like he wanted to make sure to do or that they made sure to do was he storyboarded um like the episode of the mechanic where Batman uh discovered like they show you who his mechanic is. I and love so they- that. One of yeah, the favorite episode. episodes. Oh, and they show God. you his the first Batmobile that he has yeah. before that one. And it's like the comic, like Dick Sprang looking with the fucking thing on the front. Oh, the so face cool, on the man. Front. Yeah. Come on. So like I'm thinking, so like, cool. oh my God, if they do it like that, like if they make it like, like it's gonna have an animated series feel, but first appearance visuals, like holy shit. Like that would be yeah. so sick.
1: Oh, dude, that's one of my favorite episodes ever, dude. I love that. I love seeing that in comics in general and stuff. I never get tired of seeing that. If if you write it and you do it well, that just those kinds of things like that. I mean, that's that is such a cool episode. Oh God, I want I'm gonna go home and watch that later. I swear to God, I'm gonna go home and watch it later. <laughs> yeah. I love because a yeah, putt putt breaks down kind of feel. And uh, wasn't that that character? Is that the only episode they had that character in? I think
0: uh, I mean the whole episode is pretty much that, but um, I don't remember if they call back to it. But uh, from what I remember, there wasn't many, if if any more.
1: Yeah, because I didn't think so. I was like, cause, but in my head, I guess that I wonder if that was Lucius Fox before that character or after that character. Like, was uh, he already invented? I yeah. think that yeah, yeah that Lu- was Lucius
2: had been invented in the comics like decades yeah. ago. Oh, later. okay, okay. I think that was a character
1: um, specifically for the show. Got it. Yeah, because because I was just gonna say I feel like there's parallels that I could have with the character. Like yeah. in, I think they, they kind of did that in um, in Earth One, uh, yeah. I, which I loved. I loved that scene of we're kind of taking. The, I got some inspirations from that scene too as a writer. It made me think of, okay, we won't do it like this, but that's a decent way for an introduction. Uh, I feel like it, it, it had parallels to Batman Begins a little bit, but not so much, uh, where he's just like, I just need this fixed. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. with it, remember that in, uh, with his. Uh, grapple gun just freaking Uh, they did a great job. They really did. I, I I thought as a whole I'd like to see that series continue to be honest, Earth One. I think it's great.
0: Um have you ever uh two things that I think would be right up your alley. Did you
2: have you ever read Batman White Knight?
1: Oh, I love White Knight. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I was going to
2: touch on that, so too, cool. uh, when, when we were talking about the Batmobiles, because yeah. Sean does yes. a couple scenes through those where you see, you know, the Batmobile full of all the different cars.
1: Absolutely. Oh, my God. That's a great... The, the outfit for that series is sick. So yeah. cool, man. Yeah. The, the I, high collar
2: uh, is, is, is something really cool.
1: I said I'm an Elvis fan, bro. I'm a big high collar Ooh, guy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was super cool, man. <laughs> I... I, I He's, I mean, he just looks badass. I mean, the thigh-high boots, at first it's a little weird, but you're like, I guess it works. I guess it works, you know, mm. you do you, man. But, no, yeah, that's if he's, serious. If he's
2: walking in deep water, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: bro, going Keep through the of killer crop. He's like, aren't you glad I brought my waders? But, no, they're, they're awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. The uh, the high collar and the Elvis thing, actually, it's funny. I was telling this story on, uh, I did another podcast to talk about this. And, um, the fire arises, uh, and we were talking about how there's a character. Now, do you know the character Zeiss in the Batman comic books? Have you ever Is seen that before? Maxie? It was, in, uh, I don't, that I don't know. It was in, um, it was Ed Brubaker and Scott McDaniel. They did, they did a bunch, they did a giant series of comics together and, yeah, his I remember, his
2: last his last name is Zeiss, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't
1: know if he had a first name. I don't know if they ever. Uh, I don't know if they gave him one, but they just called him Zeiss. And I remember I was in. I hadn't picked up a Batman comic book in I don't know ten years, and I was in what is now gone. It was a, a Genevieve's grocery store that would have a spindle of comics, and I picked up I picked up a comic, and I'm flipping through it. And, I, and there's a cool image of Batman that I was like, all right, this is cool. I'll read this and I, I enough to go back and get the next issue. I open up the next issue on the spindle, and I just flip through, which I shouldn't do. That's super rude. It's not a library. <laughs> but, uh, and I'm going at the end. The Penguin says on the phone, uh, he refers to the guy as Zeiss. And in that comic book, the guy had Elvis hair and a high collar, and his name was Zeiss. I'm like, that's it. I'm officially back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave now. <laughs> this is just getting good, baby. <laughs>
0: Yeah. The other the other thing I was going to ask you about is, um, have you ever read and have read the the draft script and seen the um, like the mockup art for designs for the um, Aaron Arnofsky, uh, Darren Arnofsky, Frank Miller, year one?
1: Oh, man, what a shame. They should make that. They should make that animated. Absolutely. Like that's one of those things. Like we have the technology. Like <laughs> why not? Why not, man? Or or give us that story in like in when I say even animated, even make it have the people who did the Arkham trailers have them whip us up a little Batman series. You know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. you know how many people would watch that damn thing? I yeah. mean, I, I'm sure the budget on that would be absurd, but there's got that would be so cool because I I didn't read all of it, but I've seen the images more than once. And his imagery that he had, those costumes would have looked sick on uh-huh. screen because they were still super dramatic. But in all the right ways, it paid tribute to your first appearance of Batman. Most of the time, they looked like very Bat-like ears. It looked like a majority of cloth suit, just a regular suit. Uh-huh. You know, and there was no strong muscle textures. That would have been great. Yeah. That's a
0: shame. It uh, And you know um, what they did actually – well, he did um, – What was that movie? Oh, he did that movie Noah. Like he did it. I was like ten years ago, maybe more. But he did that movie with Russell Crowe, Noah, and um, they actually took his initial draft that he did because he had a first draft of the script. That obviously, first drafts obviously never make it. It's they get tweaked like crazy. But I guess his initial draft was pretty close to what they ended up filming. Um, But you know, you got to cut so much out, cut and and change but what they did was they took his director's cut initial draft and they made a graphic novel out of it okay. and the graphic novel's fucking awesome like I would
1: be totally cool with imagine them turn that into a graphic novel why not dude, like, like the DC man get on this this has to spread like wildfire yeah. this is now something i need to see the script <laughs> is available the guys are out there they just made, they're making Batman 89, which I am so psyched about. Dude, oh, I once I saw that was coming out, I mean, good thing this shirt is flesh colored because these nipples are hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? I uh, put yeah, that dude. in the trailer for this too. <laughs>
0: so, the, what I love about that story about uh, 89, um, Joe Quinones, who uh, originally pitched that years ago, pitched it years ago, like maybe like six years ago or, or so. Uh, obviously, for whatever reason, they turned him down at the time. He had a different writer. He, ha- he pitched it as his idea, but he had like a friend or whoever was going to write it. And then when they just recently announced it as they were going to do it, they got Sam Ham to write it. So the original screenwriter for Batman and for Batman Returns, writing stories for his art for Batman '89, it's like, oh, dude, you know, it's like, shit. and and so I mean, Sam Ham had all the ideas of. All the initial stuff that didn't make it to Batman Returns that were supposed to be in Batman Triumphant, you know, Billy D. Williams, oh, um, yeah, all that stuff, like, he has that. That's all in here, and he never got to do it, and now he's going to get to do it in the comics.
1: How cool is the fact that we get to see this story unfold, you know what I mean? Like, that's one of the things, like, that's why, that's why the same reasons, and not. and I'm not comparing them by any means, just on a you know, on a level of why I had to see the story continue. Cause me as a fan can make this story continue. But what's Batman? 89, you're like, someone's finishing that story. Yes. Like I need mm. to see where this would have went because yeah. I, I know some people and I get it too, are, are big fans of the Schumacher movies and they're, they're just, I just don't even, I don't even attach them kind of, I don't see it as a continuation at all to Batman Returns. I see Batman Returns and Batman uh, and Robin. I'm sorry, Batman Forever, Forever and Batman and Robin, as as sequels to each other. Right. You know, I don't be and that you know that's obviously because of Chris O'Donnell who makes the transition movie to movie. But otherwise, the first two, I mean, that I know that there's. I don't think I feel like most of a current comic generation who really love Batman. I don't think anybody as a fan thinks those movies are too dark i don't really truly i mean i feel like if you're going into batman expecting uh i don't want to say more comic friendly things but i guess yeah if you're going into it hoping there's gonna be more color and you know batman 66 vibes which is then what batman forever and batman robin give you give you a little bit more color. So yeah. I feel like we were lucky to see both of those, but I think we're only going to, I don't think no one's, nobody's ever going to make a Batman forever, Batman and Robin comic book series, you know?
2: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> any, do, do, if, if this makes enough money. Uh, I feel true. like
1: you think so. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess so. I guess you, anything could happen. The, <laughs> you actually think someone's going to make a George Clooney comic book though? Dude, <laughs> I've made the argument before that
0: um and I'll make it till I die until they do it and they won't ever, but someone might. Um I think if you took Clooney today and made him like a grizzled, like older Batman sure. with a different, different script, different director, um, and made him like, you know, Dark Knight returns more like I mean, yeah. you know, Affleck killed it, but if Clooney fucking got jacked as fuck, like I could I could see Clooney yeah, doing A million percent.
1: Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. I would love to see that. I would love to see. I just don't... At the time, I don't think he was Mm. Batman at the time. No. But I also think even if there were people that wanted to do it, he wouldn't do it. Because, you know, it would take a director saying what you just said, though, to probably make him understand why he'd be better at it now. But because I... Yeah, he would definitely, but I don't, you know, I don't, that's not a role I don't think he'd do. And Affleck to me, you know, when people say, you see so many people like, ah, oh, no, he sucked. Who, why? Do you, Have you ever, like, how much of Batman do you know? The guy was great. The guy was the embodiment of Batman and Bruce Wayne. I mean, he killed it. You have to, like, he, trust me, he wasn't going to do that role if he wasn't going to kill it because he got so much flack, <laughs> flack for uh, Daredevil. That unless he's going to come in, unless he's going to come in and nail this role, there's no reason to play it. And I thought, I thought it was badass. And, and you know, it only hit me the other day because <laughs> I wanted to do it in the series, and I still might, maybe. But the moment, you know, in the uh, when we're seeing Batman in Batman and Robin, the intro scene where he has the one barbell over his head, the the weights over his head, and you know, the first appearance, and I didn't even. It only occurred to me the other day that they did that with Affleck. I was like, I didn't mm. even hit me. I was like, he he. For a moment, it, he was doing this, and it only hit me And I'm like, oh man, that's totally cool. So I was like, well, I'll still do it. I just didn't do it first. But no, I thought, dude, he was he was great between Snyder's vision, and I I, I really wish they had made like a a couple little uh, solo movies, but even a mini series with him. Yeah. I mean, a mini series with him. Yeah, give us be, something
2: on HBO Max.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, dude, that would be such a smash hit. Like, I know he had so much going on in his life and didn't want to really kind of be part of it anymore. I guess I I had heard that some, you know, some of the feedback was just too much also between that and what Hollywood was doing. But I feel like he should know that such fans and such purists truly love what he did because he portrayed that role so well it's like bro do a mini series of just you kicking ass <laughs> like, like like he was the belt mo- dude the scenes with him that warehouse scene is one of the yeah. best things i've ever seen on tv yeah
2: we we had uh rich citrone on uh last month uh he was ben's uh stunt well he's he's yeah. been ben stuntman in everything for years but oh, he man. was the guy doing all that batman fighting
1: dude i mean there's like there's a couple moments you could see it's him not ben you know what i mean yeah like, he gets like a couple seconds screen time. My mouth, my yeah. mouth. <laughs> you
2: know? I, uh, but He's got nicer teeth than Ben. <laughs> and there was, and so there was so much potential. There was so much potential yeah. too because uh, Ben and Jeff Johns wrote that script for a solo Batman film. And sure. Jay Oliva, who was uh, you know, running the DC animated movies for years, uh, got to read that script and he said it's the best Batman script he's ever read. And he that's reads crazy. all the scripts. What a
1: shame, man. What yeah. a damn shame. Because so, well, that means that Ben cared enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. To put mm-hmm. the fact that he was, you know, that means that they cared enough. There was love going into this man. He And, and, I, and that's definitely what happened. It took the love out of him for him. It wasn't fun anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah.
2: And, and the you, dude's an Oscar winner. Come on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Say what you will about his acting.
0: I mean, that could be debated. The You cannot talk shit on that guy's fucking story writing. Like, the town, Argo. Oh, the um, town is awesome. Just, yeah, yeah, man. Like the guy knows how to fucking write. Like he knows how to write. He knows how to make a good story. And I
1: think he's a good actor. You know, especially for something like Batman. It, it, I feel like that's probably one of the easier roles he's probably had to play. You know, I mean that that's not to insult Batman. I just mean because he can he can take it easy and make it look like he's doing a lot. You know what I'm saying? He's a mm. very Clint quiet Batman. You know, it's more yeah. expression than it is words, which is kind of what Batman should be.
0: Yeah, and I think he like that's a great way of describing it, and I think that's exactly what his tech. That's what his approach was, and that's why he was yeah. so good at it. Is he understood that, or at least was you know he read into that? And like you said, like that's because he's a fan of the character and he knows what totally. that character requires and what that requ- what that character needs to leave back, you know, and um, it's funny because, like, I don't know why that just gave me a flashback back to this, the series. I mean, good segue back, but, like, um, you were talking about the uh, the robe, and it's funny because, like, I think about the robe and how, like, Batman or Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, but really, you know, he might not know it yet because he hasn't awoken to who he is, but, like, Bruce slash Batman is wearing his father's robe, but he is so much at the time so conflicted about who he is he doesn't want to be his family's history he doesn't want to be a Wayne that's not who he is anymore he knows that part of him died with his parents but he's surrounded by this facade of an identity that he has to keep up appearances for and out of loyalty to his family he has to keep that going so he's wearing this robe that's not his like fucking fake skin but then, while he's wearing that robe, he learns who he really is and who he's supposed to be. And then, sure. at the same time, you know, while he's wearing the robe, understands like I have to be a version of this, even if it's not who I am anymore. I have to continue yeah. wearing this and be this. I don't know why thinking about Affleck and knowing like the character, he probably understands that, and and that's why he was able to portray, you know, um, so much of him is like like Affleck put so much into that fucked up version of Batman. Like so that, yeah. that like that weighty, dis, like soul destructed Batman that it's like, we going to get in- that
1: with uh, Pattinson too. They were going to get that same thing.
0: I think, um, dude, I mean, if you've, <laughs> we've also talked about this too, like whoever has not watched the last two, uh, planet of the eight movies, you can watch the first one, uh, but he didn't direct that one. But if you watch this, the last two that he did, uh, specifically i want to say the first one this, this i think it's part two um before he did the part three dude the guy made me cry about fucking apes like oh, he sure. like yeah. the, the yeah. movies about about chimpanzees and i'm sitting there like like my heart is hurting and i'm like oh, oh my
1: god dude, that's what makes it hurt worse man dude that, dude I, I, why wouldn't of course you wouldn't i mean I'm sure you cry. You cry when a regular animal dies in a movie, because I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> like when an animal that doesn't have personification. T- right. What does he say? I forget what he says. Uh, like he screams no first, but doesn't he say like one word to the guy? Oh my god, I haven't seen him in so long, but I feel like the what's the main chimp's name? Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. Caesar. Oh, oh! Doesn't he scream his own name? I don't
0: know, dude. That's no. not a movie. That's not a movie I can watch over and over again. It's, that. it's like <laughs> no. it's good, but it's like, man, like He's I'm gonna have take to take a day my, off work. <laughs> I gotta have my <laughs> tissue boxes. I gotta have my comfy chair. I don't want anybody else around me that day.
1: Um, you know, you guys brought up before when you said uh, when you said what what you bring up, Russell Crowe, what movie? Oh, Noah. I always wanted to. I would have enjoyed, I think, seeing him as Batman at one point, like a different mm. kind of Batman. Uh, you know, because. I mean he got he was badass for a while bro. You know oh, what I mean? lead Gladiator. Dude, come on. Come yeah. on. All day. He's uh, dude, he's, you know he's always I,
2: badass. Have you seen him in his older years when he just let himself go and he's like fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking Different kind of badass though.
1: Yeah. The last badass thing I saw him in that I was like absolutely was The Nice Guys with uh, Ryan Reynolds, you see that? Oh my god, that movie. So good, man. Fucking amazing movie, dude. Good. right? So great good. movie. I love that movie. Dude
0: like those and and I love that like he goes all in in that movie yeah. and he oh, yeah. that's just that's when you know okay that's a great actor one that yeah. fucking commits to not just like he commits to comedy
1: I was and just going to say that it was so funny dude he was he, he was funny as hell fuck that movie's great dude you know one of my favorite lines that he says in the movie just the way he says it is great and it's not really it's not something given away uh, after Remember they're at that party and uh, and he and Ryan Gosling falls down the hill and whatever finds the body and, he, and they're carrying it and he goes Did you fall in the pool? You fall in the pool. <laughs> just the way, just the way he says to him, Did you fall in the pool? <laughs> oh my god! Or you, oh, that's you, you were in the pool? Oh my god, dude! I and- just the, his his actions and his expressions are hysterical.
0: Like and they're doing, they're like dragging up a dead body up a fucking hill, like while there's <laughs> like a runs. fucking, there's like a coke party going on. Yeah,
1: dude, it was. I mean, you know what? It was a modern Avin Costello buddy cut movie, is what it was. You know, they even attributed to that with uh, with Ryan Gosling, like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was, uh, dude, that movie is so damn good. Anyway, but point my point was that I think Russell Crowe at one point in his life when you brought up the George Clooney thing, I was just like, I feel like at the time at Russell Crowe, they could have done some sort of incarnation of Batman. Oh yeah. Like he, I mean, he was
0: fucking Jor-El in Man of Steel and he crushed oh, it as Jor-El. So like,
1: who expected that kind of, like, dude, I wanted to see a movie about that guy.
0: Dude, a prequel Man of Steel. Yeah. Like just Russell Crowe as Jor-El on Krypton. Dude, there, Um, there's the, um, I think it was the second Man of Steel teaser or TV spot where they're showing that battle scene at the beginning, and it's panning across, and it's just him like on a cliff with the battle scene unfolding in front of him, and all it is is those like single note piano keys playing over
1: yeah. it. Oh fuck, dude! dude it's just so bad. Be- he was yeah, dude. Him is him is Jarell. Like, which was great though, because in a movie not about this guy, they make you enjoy what you're watching so thoroughly. You know, he he made it so entertaining. It didn't matter what character we were still seeing that heroism on screen and I mean, he's, he's such a badass character. Did you see his Robin hood also? Because it's, it's a pretty much gladiator, <laughs> but yeah. just slightly different, but it's still enjoyable because he went from like in shape dude to just like brolic beast. Okay. Athletic guy who's going to kick your ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the nice guys, you're like, I never want to get punched in the face by this guy. Never. Like, please. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's a shame that um, the um, uh, the Tom Cruise Universal Monsters uh, franchise universe flopped with what was yeah. that? Did the Mummy? Because yeah. uh, he was supposed to get his own uh, Doctor che- Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde spin off for that, and uh, obviously because the Mummy like just didn't make shit at the box office, they just scrapped the whole universe. But. Um, that was cool, man. I, I would have wanted to see that kind of happen. Even if, you know, I mean, it's
1: Hollywood, so they wouldn't. But you want to give him another shot, like, just to see where it goes. You know what I would have? How, I'm playing this role. I'm, well, not acting-wise, but visually-wise. I feel like I would have liked Brendan Fraser in his prime. You know what I mean? When he was, like, Mummy, Brendan Fraser. Mummy won. When, not when he's goof being goofy. When he's serious, he could have played Batman because... He was the good-looking playboy kind of character like when you see other things like moments of um what's the devil one that he does oh my goodness with elizabeth hurley anyway oh uh, bedazzled. Uh, yeah. Bedazzled, yeah 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 in bedazzled he has those moments where he's that playboy kind of character you know entertaining people in this thing and i always just thought that would have been cool too when he was in his prime uh he could have done it remember he got super ripped for georgia the jungle yeah. yeah,
2: but he's another guy that uh, is doing great in his later years, too. Have you seen him in Doom Patrol? I have. He,
1: dude, he's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he's so man. good. Resurgence, Cliff. yeah. He's such a, I've seen, I've seen interviews, he seems like such a nice, just gentle soul, man. Like, yeah, what a good dude. He seems like he genuinely cares about that and he enjoys Doom Patrol and stuff. I mean, it's got to be a blast to film.
0: Dude, he was. Um, they uh, Hollywood uh, executives torpedoed his career on purpose. I heard. Like they, yeah, dude, fucked up, man. So,
1: so screwed up, dude. I seen, I seen a couple podcasts that I watch a couple interviews with him talking about it, and you, I feel terrible because he seems genuinely sad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. About it, like, and I get it, man. Why wouldn't you be? But like, that's what makes it so awful. Is like, it it clearly affected this guy in a big way, and I who, who could. How do you blame him? Of course it did.
0: Yeah, I mean he was. Uh, I mean he was like the action, com- like not comedy. He was the the action dude. Uh, like the Mummy movies were fucking massive. Massive. And he was the dude, and uh, oh just people decided
1: that they didn't want him to be, and that's really fucked up. And it, it's so messed up, be, you know. Yeah, man. It, no, it because it, he was. You're talking about a guy. He was at the top. He was such a household name. I mean, everybody knows Brendan Fraser. There's, yeah. I, I, I don't, you know, that's that. <laughs> I don't think that's an exaggeration either, because you know, you look at the box office hits that came out. And when you look at how many of them were hit after hit after hit, even when they weren't good, they were hits. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like he did because uh, it was like Bedazzle, George of the Jungle. Um, you said the Mummy. Uh, how have we watched. not talked?
2: About, how have we not talked about Airheads?
1: It, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was fucking... that was before his his yeah. that was before yeah. his claim to you know climb. But, but That fucking movie yeah. is great.
0: And Adam Sandler. My past though, what you just said is hey, so yes, cool. yes, dude. That movie phenomenal. Phenomenal movie. But uh, Christopher Christopher the past?
2: Oh, yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: walking him. Is it Alicia Silverstone in that?
2: Is that who uh, it is? It, I was trying to yeah, remember who yeah. the girl oh was. My yeah.
0: god, bad girl. I was just going to say
1: Look, full circle man, that movie's great. What a cool and he played it so well, man. Like yeah. I love when he like the in the way he's snapping in the car to Perry Como and he's like, <laughs> Here it is and he's back in and the underground, I guess, you know, we, we must have a love for underground bunkers because Batman has one, they had one in Blash in the past, super decked out with everything you needed. Yeah, it was so there
0: Yeah. Man, good shit. Yeah, so, dude.
2: So uh Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, you you alluded to it earlier, but let's uh, talk a little bit more about it. You do have a GoFundMe uh, that's on the go for. You sounded like Mario series. real fast. You Eat do have me. a GoFundMe. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. We have the GoFundMe. You know, it's it's one of those things. Like any little bit really helps for something like this because people. I think get it, it misunderstand and assume that we have some sort of pro actual production giant company. I mean, essentially, it's an it's an unumbrella production. Clearly, oh, that's the, that's going to be the name of my company, an unumbrella production because oh. umbrella uh,
2: corporation, the opposite yeah. of umbrella corporation. <laughs> that is evil <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Get, get ready, you're
1: going to see that in the beginning of episode two. It's going to say an unumbrella production. Oh no, 100. So like a penguin uh, style umbrella. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. But it really is because it, it, like I said, the reason for the GoFundMe is we're we're just people making something that we know we love and that other people are gonna love too. It's coming from such a place of passion where if other people with the same passion want to see something like this, you know, that's what we're trying to do. Where similarly to something like. You know, any of the Batman things that are coming out, they're being made to entertain you. And that's the same reason we're doing it, except we don't have some giant company swooping in to help us tell our story. But the story that we're going to tell is so similar. Not, I'm sorry, let me take that back. On such a similar platform as the idea behind Netflix Daredevil, when I watch that show, which I'm rewatching right now just because it's so damn good for me, aside from, because I'm not necessarily a fan, but, you know, they go into some more um dark magic worlds kind of things i would stay clear of that and cosmic stuff i prefer when it's just uh real world street level yeah street level crime you know yeah and but when i saw that those like season one and two for the most part is so cool in that way where it shows you that street level crime where i thought if this was a batman series i would love this so for me, as a fan, that's something I would want to see. And because I don't have the means to tell a major studio, hey, here's my pitch for Batman. And I'm telling you, this would work. Let me just try to make it. And if fans can get behind the GoFundMe and help as a fan for fans, like just tell a story that will all be entertained by Because it doesn't mm-hmm. take crazy amounts of money to make it at the level that we're making it at. When you make it at these giant levels, you have, of course, more availability, more uh, just, you, you know, your time is bought in a much better way by these millions and millions of dollars at our level. It's like, Hey, if we can get it done for the little, the smallest amount as possible and make it look great, let's do that because it would be mm-hmm. awesome.
0: You know, it's a uh, funny, um, I was thinking about this today, but um, um, you know, when I was a kid, I went to uh, this little elementary school and uh, our, we, we played like flag football. And our coaches, specifically, I remember, I don't know why he in, came into my head, but he did. And I was thinking about this one coach that I had. And I'm like, man, he was so passionate. Like, he was a great coach. He was just the dad of like one of the kids, two of the kids that I went to school with. And he was just like the football coach for like five years going. And I remember in my head, I'm like, dude, he would like, he was there every day, like coaching us, so passionate. He thought about plays, he thought about all this stuff. And I start up and I'm like, oh my God. He didn't get paid. He was literally just fucking volunteering yeah. his time. Like that was a guy that just like knew that he wasn't getting paid, like he just because he loved doing it and because he was yeah. passionate about it and he was really fucking good at it because he was passionate about it. It just blew me away. I was like, "Oh my god, that guy didn't get paid a cent. He was just donating his time." And that's why like the fan stuff like this is cool because like really like Hollywood unfortunately does things because they want to get paid at the end. It's a product. They want to sell a product and they know that if they can interest fans to buy the product, they'll sell the product.
2: But what's cool about
0: fan stuff is there is no, at the end of the day, you're doing it because you have this idea that's festering in your brain. That's pushing, putting pressure on you and it just wants to get out. And so that's what you're doing is I got to get this fucking idea out of my head or it's going to kill me. And that's why you're doing it the way you do it. And, and so you know,
1: that's a great way to explain it. That really is.
0: Yeah. And, and I, you've, you've had this thing stuck in your fucking brain for years now because, you know, you had to put it on pause and then COVID happened. And so you know, like, yeah.
1: Funny. So I, I'm going to scan it at some point uh, and put it online. Cause it's so funny. Remember I said before I had written a story in high school called, uh, uh Gotham horror. And this is before Gotham came out and I made the crappiest like <laughs> primitive sketch on my computer of what I wanted the costume to look like. Cause it was the best way I could illustrate to somebody with better means. And I was going through the attic the other day and I just found it. Whoa. And ironically, it matches the costume that we have for the series. Like oh, shit. I swear to you. And I literally, so without even thinking about that, my brain went to the same place of this is what the costume should look like, uh, just on a much better better level. Of course, uh, And it was just so funny. So I actually, I should scan that. In the who who paraphrase. made that suit? Uh, so the suit that we we have two suits. Mm. Uh, we have one made by Unmasked Studios. They are making episode uh, the first in episode the episode two. That's the first costume. You're going to see, but we have another costume by, um, Napier Inc. And, uh, I'm sure you've seen Did You say suit. Napier. Napier. Yeah. Yeah. That's their, that's their name of a company. Of course. Of course. They named it. He named it that on purpose. Oh, okay, I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, any, and they make Batman suits for a lot of cosplayers, but they make them at such high levels and Unmasked does as well. Both of them do, but I thought it would be cool to have two different suits Visually available in a scene, you know, to show that he's not just singly prepared. He has, it'd be cool to see another suit in the background that's equally awesome, but definitely a different suit. Um, So, and luckily both of them, both of them provided it to us at no cost. Whoa. They wanted, so they want, they're part of the project. They, wanted to, they loved the project enough where both of them were like, okay, you know, we would love to see this continue. Um, I hope they don't sue me for that. I hope I'm not allowed to say that publicly. <laughs> uh, imagine they're like, I have 20,000 messages right now well, you, you know, <laughs> from people asking for suits, kids in high school. <laughs> God damn, that's it, now you're not. No! Oh, uh, man. But Yeah, no, they, 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 both, both of them are just incredible at what they do. And we're trying to figure out, um, what, you know, working with unmasked, we're trying to go back and forth, figuring out certain little bits that I've had in my head for the vision the whole time. Like we're trying to reach common ground on what's doable and what's, uh, yeah, we're just, we're still kind of coming up with the final design for what the suit is going to be. Um, yeah. And patterns but it's we know visually overall it's it's really awesome and the cowl mm-hmm. like I said the cowl Keith and I have been going back and forth for about a year of tweaks and things of that um, <laughs> I feel so bad too when I message him I feel like I'm just I have such a visual on what I you know what I want it to look like uh, that going back and forth with me is probably torturous <laughs> but I, I just have a very cool, just vision in my head of what Batman should look like in certain uh, in certain scenarios. You know, I think that our Batman would also have multiple cowl,s excuse me. You know, close but semi different designs if we if we could. The former uh, cowl that we had that would again didn't fit because of me. I measured it wrong. And any pictures of reference that I gave Keith at the time which was ridiculously stupid on my part. I had like a a thicker beard and he had no way of knowing how much of that was hair and how much was chin. So, but a lot of people hated the fact that it looked like Wolverine, but that to me is what I like because one of the first things that even drew me to Wolverine as a kid was uh, his cowl, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, And uh, and another similar thing is we always got Wolverine pulling his cowl off and it was hanging down his back yeah. like Batman did.
1: I wish I wish we got you Jackman in a mask. That'd have been great. Oh,
2: dude, what was was it uh which which solo
0: X-Men was it where the he uh there's an extended director's cut uh deleted scene where one of the alternate endings is Oh, it's the one from Japan, isn't it? Because what's her name gives him the briefcase on the plane. Yes. Yeah, and has the suit and, and he opens it and it's the suit and motherfucker.
1: Like come on man like we were that close just give I'm going to I'm
0: going to say it I'm just going to say it okay The X-Men movies most of them for the most part were great the suits sucked like Yeah they, they just everything else
2: was cool except for when it came They were early 2000s to... you know yeah, yeah and and at the time they were shying away like they thought we can't make stuff look the way it does in Comic the comics books, it's yeah, going to yeah. look goofy so let's just put them all in black leather suits yeah. you know, I think they, they, they try to...
1: They took Batman '89 and ran with mm, it. They're yeah. like, okay, let's do this. Let's make it. Uh, yeah, I, I. I mean, listen, X Men One, I thought was awesome. You know, from the moment you see Wolverine in a cage fight, sick yeah. as hell. And then he got massive. And it got even cooler. Cause yeah. That yeah, dude, that, that,
2: that's... that's a crazy progression because he looks like a normal man <laughs> in the first yeah. one. And by the end of his time as Wolverine, he looks like a pro wrestler. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: It is a funny transition because, you know, Wolverine never looked like he, like Hugh Jackman does in one because he's not healthy.
0: Six, 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 three.
1: Yeah. yeah. So in order to look not so tall, you had to bulk up, which... Honestly, still made you look tall. You just look like a tree. Like, yeah. How about Swamp Thing?
0: Yeah, that'd be dumb. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah. Well, that did series you, that got canceled was awesome. Yeah. Right? yeah. Did you like it?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fuck with uh, yeah, Derek dude. Mears. Oh,
1: come on, man. I, I, that series was so freaking good, man. Like, yeah. visually speaking, it was so dark and badass. Shame on those sons of bitches for canceling that thing. Yeah. Because that was a great show. It just needed a different outlet.
0: What an awesome opportunity too for like uh, a monster guy, like an like like a yeah. stu- a monster dude uh, actor who's fucking swamping on a major series and oh, I, I can't think the- of
2: his name either. And I feel like De- so- it's, it's Derek Mears. Yeah, yeah, he, was, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Jason he was. Yeah, yeah. He was like awesome. he did an awesome job, and he's a super nice guy. Yeah, and he, he was in the like
0: uh, The Hills Have Eyes movies as uh, one of the main fucking. Pills have eyes, people, but um, is it his one. voice
1: too? As Swamp Thing?
0: Uh, I think as Swamp Thing, yeah, because yeah. the dude that plays Alex is a different uh, actor that I know, yeah, but
1: yeah. that's his voice as Swamp Thing because if it is, I think, so.
0: I think it's great. Um, you know, I don't know, on its X Men tangent, um, yeah, yeah. the second to last one that they did with uh, Poe Dameron as um, um apocalypse age of apocalypse x-men age of apocalypse which i believe was either the second to last or the third to last one that they just did but um it didn't do that well it was cluttered but that whole the scenes that were kind of like the magneto family scenes um they really should have done a michael fassbender magneto solo movie and uh that the little vignettes that they do of him in that movie were even the ones in Origins where he's like in Argentina in that bar and he's tracking down the Nazis. Mother, I've watched that scene so many times on YouTube. I
1: you know, I feel like I never I'm not I never got huge into Marvel like I enjoyed him. I I, I mean, I see every movie. It just I feel like the ones I watch on repeat, so it's been a minute. I just remember him being so great as the as the character, you know. I just he, he has such a presence, a physical presence as the character that adds to the character that I'm not gonna say you you lack with um oh my god, what's the who's the older gentleman who played um you know? Uh fucking oh
0: my god, people are gonna get so mad at us right I now. I know uh, Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Oh my god. Fucking Gandalf. You're the coming in with yes. his name's saving. Fucking Gandalf, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> fucking guy. You guys ever watch uh, What We Do in the Shadows? Mark Hamill uh, was yeah. on that. Great show, uh, the Joker, man! What a, like, again, that's a movie that goes. He did that role out of passion. Do you know that? Like, uh, he did it because he loves the show.
0: Yeah, he does. Like, what a fucking cool guy! He does that all the time. He yeah. just like drops he in on dr-
2: director
0: yeah, well, friends' when,
2: projects when you so early in your career. You're not only Luke Skywalker, but you're also the Joker. For the rest I, of your life, you can do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, you can. Do you you can call it? your
2: shots. Yeah.
1: Did you hear that he was going to do Batman Dead End? Whoa.
2: Haven't heard that. You see? Mm-hmm.
1: So watch the movie Behind the Mask, Sandy Calora. You know Batman Dead End, of course. Yeah. Uh, I That was the first thing that inspired me to even make a fan series was I saw that in high school. I remember sitting in the computer lab in school and watching that over and over and over again on the computer there because to me, to see that somebody – could make a fan film. You know, and listen, it took him a budget. I heard it at the time it cost him 30 grand to make that. Holy so, fuck. you know, you're talking you're talking it's, I mean yeah. I, I forget what year that was, but I know it was early 2001. 2000s. So, you know, 2001, $30,000 is even more than it is right now. And he got that he got that done and he listen, I thought it was great, but point is, if you watch behind the mask, it's a documentary about and uh, Sandy's in it, Sandy Calora, the the guy who created the film. He uh, he's. It's about him and his struggle with the project and, and the, the cult allure of the project. And Stallone was supposed to be Batman, and Mark Hamill was going to be the Joker in that. Like, they were both wow. on board for the project. And then Sandy got a call from Stallone, and Stallone backed out because he was too scared because of his other affiliations and stuff. And Mark, once he pulled out, Mark Hamill pulled out. Five. But that would have been cool as hell too. But however, I think it all worked out just fine because truly this—if what would have taken away from Batman Dead End had it been Stallone and Mark Hamill would have been Sandy's vision. People were, were would have been watching a mm-hmm. Stallone movie and a Mark Hamill movie. You wouldn't have gotten Sandy's vision. So I think it's better that he didn't have those two. As great as that may have been, I think the guys who portrayed the characters batman himself clark the guy who ironically enough isn't that funny that batman's name the actor's clark but he played uh he played batman awesome i'm you know we never see him as bruce wayne but as batman he had a great presence about him his physicality was there the opening scene that they shot the classic you know it was just right out of uh dark Knight. uh i'm sorry not dark Knight. year one the comic book where we see a shirt roll down and stuff but he just reposted one of my posts the other day, and I had a little fan moment. Like, yes, Batman! <laughs> you know, hmm. uh, yeah, man. But Mark Hamill, dude, a star. Mm. Sorry, yeah, got, got, we we went we, on a tangent.
0: We go. We've gone on a few tangents. I'm That's a, all I'm right.
1: A ch- I'm, I'm a chatter man. I, no, uh, dude. Yeah. about
0: Batman. You know, it makes a good episode, honestly.
1: Probably, and then you know, if you have boring stuff to trim out, um, <laughs> but we not. went on. We went on Batman tangents, which is great, though, because it shows you what that, to me, it shows you that much more of like the, the love that comes out of the character. Yeah, for sure. It shows man. you how passionate a couple people can be about a character.
2: So uh, what kind of a timeline uh, are we looking at on episode two, uh, where we stand right now? What, what do you think?
1: In regards to releasing it?
2: Yeah, to, to when um, people can expect to see something.
1: I would hope... You know, and I don't want I don't want to say it and then it not come out right because that's the trouble. You know, when movies do that and shows do that, they give a date and then it's you know kind of can get in the way. But I would love to say the winter. You know, I know that's when supposedly right February we're getting uh, Bat- the Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson. I think that's right February twenty two.
0: Yeah, they pushed it back. So who, I mean, who knows?
1: But so I don't want to I don't want to piggyback that too hard. So. I, I was hoping to do to do it sooner, but I'm not gonna rush it. Uh, you know, definitely, definitely either super late this year or relatively, maybe spring. You know, it, I, but I'd like to put it out sooner. I really would. The other difficulty is wearing the bat suit uh, in certain weather. You know, when, when the buildings were filming it for filming it outside, some scenes at night. Unfortunately, that suit is a nightmare temperature-wise oh and god i mean i so the hope is that to film that stuff during cooler weather because let me tell you not a not a cell on your body's breathing oh my god it's terrible so i need it to be winter in order to wear that damn thing
2: yeah and how cool would it look to, to just be in the snow with it yeah. oh
1: of course of course i mean to have imagine having like a cool fight in the snow and mm-hmm. just that's dude there's so much of. i feel like studios that's again why we're making it. i feel like studios are missing out there's so many stories that could be told if done right and successfully and t- i mean millions and millions of people would tune in every time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure man um yeah man I, th- I really appreciate you guys having the opportunity even though we did go on tangents and, and hey talk about that's the what it's bit. that's yeah that's it, it showed fans too that i am passionate about it which is nice to have this conversation so passionately the tangents came from that same place, you know? Absolutely. Uh, I really, it, honestly, it, it gave a chance to kind of talk about it and talk about what we're trying to do at least.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, plug your socials real quick. Where can, where can people find you? Where can people uh, keep up with, uh,
1: with what you're doing? Uh, well, my only fans, no I'm kidding. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> oh, show a
0: lot of neon there. That's what the one it, I was hoping for.
1: It's just the cowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> Uh, people that aren't Batman fans are like click. This guy's kinky as shit. No, <laughs> uh, no I'm joking. Uh, Instagram Batman the fan series is pretty much that's the hub of where everything's gonna take place, and then Batman the fan series on on YouTube. Well, some uh, be, you know, check the other one out too. I, I I've watched it, uh, but it's they're they're trying as well, man. Good for them. Uh, it, there's another similar name. It was like because ours is Batman the fan series. There was. Theirs is the Batman fan series oh yeah so, <laughs> yeah uh, I, uh,
0: I I stumbled upon them because I was um, I was uh, I think a Google searched Batman fan series and that one uh, I think I clicked on their Facebook by accident but yeah. um but, uh, but yeah yeah it confused cool.
1: me too when I first when I first saw it I was like I thought it was my page too yeah uh, but nonetheless so yeah YouTube uh, and Instagram is mainly you know I, I don't really have there's not a ton that's worth posting on YouTube just yet I feel like I just saved it all for the for, save it oh. all for the gram yeah but uh, I mean if people
0: haven't caught up on uh, on the first episode definitely go check that out on YouTube right now and uh, drop a like drop a subscription right
1: appreciate that man yeah, yeah. I, uh, it, it'll it'll help too you know and, and what I could say to everybody too it's, it would only be better to like I said visually speaking it's gonna be on an entirely different level of of cinema and yeah i you know and i don't mean i'm not talking hollywood giant but i'm talking about you know like daredevil style kind of yeah uh, vibes going on
0: before we finish i've been fucking forgetting this whole time to give you props number one take in a bold statement and um risk by first introduction that we get is with uh, i don't want to spoil it like Oh. Go watch the first episode if you haven't seen oh. it yet. I, I, I won't spoil it. Oh. Uh, Pause for this those,
1: if you have to. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I, I won't spoil it on that, but but you'll know what I'm talking about. The first, okay. the first iteration of the character that we see in the bar, um, yes, the choice yeah, that you yeah, made, yeah, yeah. the choice that you made as far as portraying that was awesome, and Thanks. also um, the way you did it. Uh, I love, <laughs> I love. Uh, I'm sorry, I insult you a little bit. Salted you a little bit i apologize yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah. Fucking <laughs> it, i love that shit because uh... you know
0: we talked about it the first time we had juan that runner <laughs> from the subway all the way down to the bar yeah. so so scorsese right and so um that character that you're portraying uh also the the spin that you put on it the way you're portraying him was different than i think um well, number one, you got to be a Batman fan to know who it is, and number two,
1: uh, it's a great it's a great version of that that you played with. So, thanks. But you know, uh, that's one of my again as a fan. That's one of my that was one of my favorite things to do because, you know, the the matches that we usually get to see in the comic book is oh, you just gave it away spoilers. <laughs> oh, well, did I, I say should... his name yet? Yeah, I was trying to be yeah. good, but you. Didn't. <laughs> well, Sorry. Hey, unless you're a Batman okay. fan, you're not going to know, though. So yeah. No, yeah, no. Good. And if and if you're a Batman fan, I already told people to pause it. So that's on them. I, yeah. uh, <laughs> it gives you more reason to go watch it. But yep. Also, it's been up for two years. If you haven't watched it, I mean, shame on you hmm. guys. We were counting on you. No, I'm kidding. Uh, matches. <laughs> the one we see in the in the comics is always, you know, in a flashy suit with uh with a tie and a mustache. And as great as that is. I mean that's not the way to blend in you know that's if anything that's standing out so for me i i i just love the character makes a cool concept i so to me what they did in year one uh also cool but i wanted to play like the animated series and the animated series was that guy in some of them you know and i think there's two episodes where he's that matches malone like almost that outfit and i own those things I already had all that wardrobe, actually, <laughs> and and so I'm watching the animated series. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. I have that, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and so that was super cool. And and yeah, the the De Niro thing. That well, first off, Goodfellas. That now, if you haven't seen Goodfellas,
2: what are you doing? A, Spoilers. Yeah, what are go, you doing with leave? your life? <laughs> yeah,
1: but the the scene where they go underneath the the restaurant under the Copa, and they go through the kitchen and stuff. I thought that that was so awesome just to have that as a single shot. And at first we wanted to do a drone shot, but it became too difficult given the the dense area we were in. And then I thought how cool it would be to have just one steady shot, come down, follow this guy out of the train, down the stairs, into the bar and then spin off and it's him. And we have that even in the storyboard that uh, Rolo, he, such a great storyboard. I so said, as I'm saying ideas, he's drawing them out. And like, as if it's me, like you ever see iRobot? like, tsk, 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 tsk. Mm. and the passing on the bridge was you, <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, man, that scene to me, did we, wasn't a must? No, but <laughs> it was, you know, it, it, it just adds to it. And the score say, I mean, the, you are know, like, I'm sorry, I insulted you a little bit, a little bit. And then well, what the other thing I, I put in there? What I say is like, oh oh what did the guy say He's like, what'd you say your name was again and i and i'm like i didn't <laughs> that was me doing travolta because i feel like travolta in uh he he touched my head you know he didn't I, uh, but just very guy from queens yeah. has a lot of money wants to float that stuff around but you know it's funny too if you guys watch it the the two guys you see in the back uh like playing pool they were just there they were just customers of the bar and they looked so placed because they were both dressed uh, very informally, <laughs> and and it just worked as a as a background scene. And they were psyched about being in it too, because we talked to the bar owners like, "Yeah, you can film over there. That's fine. You know, just well it, as, as long as you're cool with customers coming and out." I was like, "I don't give a shit." And I pay, you know, we we paid them for the location a little bit, but I also didn't want to affect business. And these two guys were like. Absolutely, that's badass. I'll be in the scene. <laughs> what do I need to do? And I was like, you guys can act either playing pool They're like absolutely. Just, I mean, they were having a grand time nah. with it, man. And that is super, super cool location we found in Queens. Um oh, what the hell's their name? It's been so long since I've been there. But I think they swapped owners anyway. So but nonetheless, they were they were it was just the perfect location. I scouted Queens that spot on google maps for like two weeks whoa like just clicking through streets instead of driving i don't have to drive i can do this online genius i uh yeah i'm I'm glad see matches i told it's hard to tell people that not batman fans like that moment counts fans fans appreciate that moment right there yeah it's it's a cool easter egg and it's a cool reveal too so yeah man that uh I feel like that's another it's character we've never seen ever in live action.
2: Yeah and and I and I bet now because we're saying we've never seen it. Watch yeah. Matt Reeves do it. Yeah like, uh, yeah, oh yeah. God, I know we fucking dope.
1: Yeah. Does but. he listen to this? Because but, if he listens to this series, uh, but it's it's
2: it's a, it's a tough thing I think to make work in uh in live action because you know if you think about the the origin of so like Bruce is portraying an actual gangster named Matches Malone yeah. that, you know, I think the uh, the story in continuity is that he forced him to leave Gotham forever. Uh, so, you know, to, to have that work in live action, you know, and if they're doing it in a movie trying to make the the general public believe that, you know, Bruce Wayne was able to just look exactly like this gangster guy.
1: Oh sure, sure. Yeah, I get you. Um, but
2: but having it, uh, yeah, having it the way the way that you did it as the intro to the character. Yeah, you know, it definitely yeah. works
1: because that character, of course, needs a way in. You know, and he's not going to be taking. It's not a taking over for anybody as much as it is. Everybody. I've worked in bars my whole life. There's always that guy at the bar. You know yeah. what I mean? There's always a seedy guy who is. You know looking for it just you know there's always that we have the other character too, uh Charlie Luce. And that there's always that guy at the bar. There's always one guy with info, one guy looking for it. And then if his name gets around a little bit <laughs> a little bit and um <laughs> and that one was real. That <laughs> I'm from New York. Those moments happen and you don't want them to. I was in a <laughs> I was in a store and I was like uh I was like hey man you got papers? Do you do you who the hell is that guy? Like, <laughs> Sound like a douchebag, man. <laughs> um, no, I'm glad you guys appreciate things like that. That That's really cool to hear, so I appreciate you saying that. Amen. Those are moments that it's nice to know, okay, fans appreciate little things yeah. like that that mean stuff, you know?
0: For sure, dude. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, man. It's been a blast, and uh, once you get the second one on, on the way, of course, we'd love to have you back.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate it, dude. I really do. Yeah, um, if you guys haven't
2: seen the first one yet, it's on YouTube. Check it out, Batman the Fan Series. Check out the Instagram page. And if you like what you see, there's a link to the GoFundMe page there if you want to be able to say I helped make episode two happen. And we'll put your name at the end in the credits. Produced by... I
1: mean, Killer sometimes... Man. Yeah, man. Well, I don't think GoFundMe has like a section where you can uh, tell what you want, but if people are like, yes, put my name in, I think you could put that as a message me or something put that in a comment be like yeah because i know some people probably be like yeah i'm cool with donating but i really don't want my name on this thing <laughs> um <laughs> alan smithy <laughs> thanks a lot for having me guys i truly appreciate the opportunity to talk about yeah. batman especially I mean, mainly talk about batman the bonus was getting to talk about the series too but it's nice to just have a batman chat once again too absolutely
2: yeah, dude. all right man thanks a lot matt well you have a good night and uh we'll thanks be watching bro. for the new episode thanks guys be good all right you too man. man take care